Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, happy Boxing Day, everybody. Uh, this is the day that you put all of the gifts you don't want into boxes and mail them back to Amazon. <laughs> I don't think that's what that means. You're right. Yeah. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer is off, and you know what? Just don't even worry about when he'll be back. Mm-mm. I'm not even entirely sure. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Because people are all over the place this week. I'm pretty sure he'll pop up on the morning show at some point. Deal with it. Uh, but you're hanging out with me and Holly Roberts today. Uh, and we like to start the show every day with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the three at 12.03. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three, that's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Oh, my gosh. Woo! This is awkward. Everybody get ready for your awkward feelings because they're going to come. They're going to. Oh. I'm sorry, but just deal with it. We all had to do it. And now you got to do it, too. Um. Kevin Spacey has broken his silence in a very strange way. Now, we're going to talk about this a little bit more later in the show, but we haven't heard anything from Kevin Spacey uh, since we last heard him answer to the allegations from, I believe it was Anthony Rapp was the last time we heard from him. Yeah. Uh, after Anthony Rapp accused him of uh, sexually assaulting him when he was a minor. That was almost a year and a half ago. That was a while ago. That was a while ago. And a lot has occurred since then, including other accusations against Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey also lost his job uh, playing Frank Underwood on House of Cards. Well, the first thing we think you need to hear to be in the know today is this bizarre video that he published over the weekend. It's called Let Me Be Frank. And uh, in it, he is doing a monologue as his character frank underwood from house of cards we're just going to play the beginning of the the video with no additional setup but it's awkward here you go oh it's oh, so awkward and it goes on for a minute and a half i think later on in the show colleen that we're going to play the video in its entirety yeah. it's a little long it's about three minutes long but it, you deserve to hear that video titled let me be frank yeah 
in its entirety. Yeah, and again, he it is Kevin Spacey, and he's speaking as Frank Underwood, and you sort of get the impression. It's hard. It's because I think at the end of it, Holly, you and I were both like, what did we just watch? Because it all goes hand in hand with another story that came out over the weekend uh, that he will be uh, held accountable. He will be answering to charges of sexual assault in another case. Uh, and this is the one that took place in Nantucket. Uh, with um, the son of uh, a reporter. And we heard a little bit about it. Yeah, because his mother talked about it last year and she was public. The incident uh, allegedly happened in July of 2016. Mm -hmm. And this video of Kevin Spacey, let me be frank, debuted just minutes after the Boston Globe went public with the news that Kevin Spacey is going to be formally charged. It is... Very awkward and strange and not normal. Before we move on. Yes. Just, I watched this this morning. Mm -hmm. I deliberately waited until this morning to watch this video. Mm -hmm. I saw it go viral over the weekend. Yeah. It is as awkward as you think it is. It is violently embarrassing. If you get Mm -hmm. secondhand embarrassment, oh boy, well, just wait until hour three when we listen to it again. Yeah, exactly. Buckle in. It'll take you places. All right. Moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Okay, so I somehow missed this entirely. So we're going to play you a clip from something that happened on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon at the end of November, but it has a resolution today, and that's why we're playing it. Um, This happened in an interview with Macaulay Culkin. He was sitting on the couch on The Tonight Show with uh, Jimmy Fallon, and he announced that uh, he was doing something kind of special that everybody could be involved in. Here you go. (laughs) Okay, so the resolution today is this. This is a tweet from Macaulay Culkin on on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas to me from all of you. My new middle name has been chosen. You voted and the winner is clear. In 2019, my new legal name will be Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Get it. Get it. I love Isn't that it. hilarious? That is hilarious. Look, Macaulay Culkin, I feel like perhaps his managers invested his home alone money well. Right. And so now he is in this liberated space where he can do weird things like this, change his middle name legitimately, legally, and for, for our amusement. And quite frankly, Macaulay Culkin, what is it? Macaulay Culkin, Culkin, Culkin? Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. <laughs> That works. (laughs) That works. Okay. I also really quickly before we move on, I have decided his Twitter feed is hilarious. Have you, I follow him on Twitter and I forgot to pay attention. Yeah. So then when I saw this tweet come across and I was like, tell me more about this. I went back and I started reading some of his old tweets and I was laughing out loud at him on Friday. He does this thing called hashtag Mac facts Friday, where he shares little dumb thoughts about himself. Like for example, on December 21st, I read the Harry Potter series backwards, but watched the movies from the middle out. Hashtag Mac Facts Friday. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I like to look up obscure holidays, so I have an excuse for all the bottle rockets I keep on me at all times. I mean, it's just completely ridiculousness. Well, that's what happens. I love when, him. When you're just an adult. You know what? Here's the thing, Colleen. Macaulay Culkin has the social media presence that John Mayer yes, wishes wants. he had. That is 150% true because if you are following John Mayer, you are very disappointed in your life. But Macaulay Culkin will bring your spirit back. And also, he is living his best life. Oprah should pay some attention to him. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. A little uh, music. 
musical tidbit is the last thing that we think you need to hear to be in the know today during the 3 at 12.03. And this uh, was a nice little uh, video from over the weekend that Ariana Grande put up on her social media account. It's of little Ariana Grande Hmm. singing a little Celine Dion. Let's go in the Wayback Machine and have a listen, shall we? That's so Belting cute about out it. Celine Dion. It's so cute, too, because even her little speaking voice sounds so much like her. Yes. I know that sounds like such a dumb thing to say, but no. But you can see how she's grown into who we know her to be um, in this little video of her. It's very cute. It is very cute. And obviously, she was very talented from the start. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's a cute. Thank you for that memory, Ariana oh, Grande. Thank you. Christmas memories. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Holly Roberts is bringing the dirt. Again, you guys, it's a weird week. It is a weird week. Strap in. Because things are going (laughs) to get crazy. Holly Roberts bringing the dirt alert straight from Hollywood after this on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts has arrived with all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert. Oh, yeah. What do you got, girl? Well, what I got is a secret wedding that happened over the weekend. Mm. Mm. And that allegedly happened between Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. Now, there's been lots of gossip over the past couple of years. Are Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus, are they engaged? Are they married? They're wearing rings on those fingers. So a lot of people have been speculating about their relationship. Uh, They've been together for quite some time on again, off again. Well, over the weekend, it seems like, yeah, they actually did get married and they had a surprise wedding. Now, we got some photos from Insta stories from people who were at the event, and we saw pictures of Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. They were dressed in wedding attire, Liam in a tuxedo, Miley wearing an off-the-shoulder white dress, and it looks like they were getting ready to cut what seems to be a wedding cake. And you also see Mr. and Mrs. Balloons in the background. So... You know, I was born at night, but I was not born last night. That looks to me like it was a wedding. I love this so So much because, you know, this there have been times in the life of Miley Cyrus where you would have thought that she would have had this gigantic, obnoxious cotton candy, you know, unicorn um, foam rainbow fingers. foam fingered, uh, you know, uh, foam party wedding right. extravaganza that would have been, you know, ridiculous and whimsical and kind of attention grabby. But it's very mature to me. It just feels like a very mature decision. And it tells me that her relationship meant enough to her yeah. to do this, not as a as a big show for everybody, but for herself and for her family. Yeah, it's it's the anti-Chonus wedding. It is. It is totally the anti-Chonus wedding. Look, we've been talking about the wedding of Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra on the Colleen and Bradley show basically all fall. Yeah, since how, they've been talking about well, it. Well, since they've been talking yeah. about it. And that was completely an event created for public consumption. Yeah. That was an entertainment made for the model of 2018 yes. and our amusements. This seemed to be for all purpose. I mean, we don't even know. They haven't confirmed anything nope. yet. This was an actual wedding of two people who had their friends and family over to the house. Here's some cake. Here's some balloons. Thank you for being here. We love each other. Now let's go on with our day. And I just sort of love that idea. Anyway, I saw on Facebook and another uh, somebody I don't, uh, not somebody I know, 
um, that had posted pictures of a family wedding that occurred on, on Christmas as well. That was a surprise. I thought that what a fun way to do things. Yeah. What a fun way to celebrate the holiday. So, yeah, it's refreshing. I I just, for them, I'm very excited. Yes. And again, I think they have been through a lot and they've been together and apart and together and apart and they've been, and then they've had, they lost their house in the Malibu fires and yeah. yeah. You go, you crazy mm-hmm. kids. You're just so in love. Oh, yeah. Megan Trainer got married over the weekend too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I yeah, you know, whatever. I'm trying to fit. Yeah, she got married to this guy, Daryl yeah. Sabara. He mm-hmm. apparently was an actor, a child actor in the Polar Express. He Wasn't was also he in, like Spy Kids or something. Did uh, I make that up? Yeah, could be. He was in yeah. something called Generation Rex. That sounds like fantastic, a classic that everyone wants to All watch. Right, oh, then. it's a cartoon, so he's a voice. Okay. Well, congratulations to Megan Trader. She did look beautiful. She was posing in front of a wall of flowers, which seems to be very Kim and Kanye. Very Kim and Kanye. Very trendy. So, mm-hmm. congratulations to the newlyweds this over the holiday weekend. Yeah, uh, Aquaman returned to the top of the box office. Well, it debuted at the top of the box office over the holiday weekend. That movie earned $67.4 million, so it looks like Warner Brothers in D.C. has finally a hit on their hands, well, besides Wonder Woman. So people going to see Jason Momoa with gills. Apparently. Hot, hot gills. Who knew? Who knew? I, you know, I wasn't, I'm not surprised that it did so well because there was such a buzz about it and people were really excited about it. I am surprised, though, and we mentioned this a little bit earlier in a Dirt Alert update, that the other... Uh, buzzed about movies didn't do better than they did. Yeah, I was really shocked. So Mary Poppins Returns, the big hyped holiday movie release besides Aquaman. So that movie earned about $23 million over the weekend. That is a surprisingly low number to me. Yeah. And I don't know how Disney... For a holiday weekend like this? Yeah, and for Mary Poppins Returns, there was a lot of hype around that movie. Uh, It was... Pretty well received. I think it's like in the 75% on Mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. And Bumblebee, which actually was getting great reviews, which is a Transformers movie starring Haley Steinfeld. That movie came in third place, $21 million. Like... If I was a kid, I would want to go see Bumblebee. Yeah, are you kidding? Yeah. Totally. So, apparently, that's really good. So if you are hanging out with the kids and looking for something to do uh, over this week and this weird, bizarre week between Christmas and New Year's, go and check out Bumblebee. Yeah. So it's supposed to be good. Uh, moving on from that, we'll go on to Tyra Banks, who says she's leaving America's Got Talent. I know. Here's your tissue. I'll leave I'll, I'll be fine. Crying. <laughs> I forgot she was on that. I know. Well, I kind of forgot that show was a thing. <laughs> I know. Uh, apparently. Her freeform movie Life Size 2 A Christmas Eve was very successful. This, according to a source at page six, who is probably her publicist, saying that she's been getting so many offers to produce and act as a result of the success of that film. Oh my gosh, I can't. I can't. I, I, you can't hear my eyes rolling, but they're rolling. Totally. So she's moving on from that. Uh, allegedly, supposedly, there's a hot new project in 2019 in the works for Tyra Banks, and that would be a revival of Coyote Ugly. The early 2000s movie where a small town girl with songwriting dreams moves to New York City and gets a job at a skanky bar. And then I don't even know what happens. Do you remember what happens Uh, in that movie, Colleen? Not really. I I do. Can I just say this, though, about Tyra Banks? Mm. I I love. Okay, listen. She is love. Loved. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. America's top model. Uh-huh. In the early years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The thing about Tyra Banks is Tyra Banks has got hustle. That is a girl who can make stuff happen. But when you just listen to the narrative that you just shared with me... That was all very well planned, and she wants to make it sound like it was all spontaneous, right? Like so many people said, like it was. I was so good at that movie, yeah. Somebody that I decided that I'm going to just pursue that, but yet she already has something else in the works. Yeah, no, that's not how that happened. No, that's not how that happens. Mm -hmm. Nobody's watching your free form made for TV movie, Tyra Banks. Don't worry about "Mm, it. We just got to offer this woman so many fantastic jobs. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. But you know what? We wish you the best, Tyra yes, Banks. Yes, you know what? She'll make it work. Don't worry about it. She's fine. She, she's got money. She's got opportunity. She's happy. It's all good. I have never worried about Tyra Banks. Not once. Uh, yeah, not once. I, I do kind of miss her talk show. Oh, I do too. I miss her talk oh, show. It was oh, so bad. Oh, good. Can we talk about Tyra Banks' talk show, yes. Tyra, from the mid 2000s? Yes. Oh, I loved that dumb show. And she would so do bad. the weird things where she would go undercover. Yes. She would uh, get really, she said it, no, she didn't say that, but she talked about how she said something, oh, okay, I'm going to, I'm messing that up. Okay. So let's move That's on. That's fine, we'll move on. But I love <laughs> that dumb show. My nostalgia feelings for the Tyra Banks talk show were yeah. so overwhelming oh. that we need to talk about the Kardashian-Jenner Christmas. Okay. Now, we talked about in the Dirt Alert update that Kim and Kanye hosted their Christmas Eve party this year, complete with real snow. But Rob Kardashian, he wasn't spotted at the party. However, he did make a cameo on Khloe Kardashian's Instagram story over the weekend. He was holding two-year-old Dream, his daughter with Black China, as they opened gifts together on Christmas morning. So. Okay, so he's... So he's still in the family. They have not kicked him out. Yes. That is good news. Yes. Okay. He's making his uh, obligatory, maybe thrice yearly yeah. social media stop <laughs> on one of his sister's uh, Instagram he'll get paid stories. handsomely for yeah, it. Yeah, totally he'll get By paid. his mother. Yes, exactly. Oh, I think that this story, perhaps we're going to be talking about it a little bit uh, later on in the show today, perhaps in our D-bag segment of the day. But um, Kris Jenner did receive a nice little gift over the holiday weekend oh and she was very proud of it yeah Uh, it is a suitcase Mm -hmm. what does it say on the side it says rich as bleep Mm. okay congratulations thanks for rubbing it in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm yeah she has a fancy french uh, trunk suitcase and then with this i think you call it goyard i'm not fancy like that Mm mm-hmm but you can uh, mm-hmm. you can have your own specialized monograms on these bags, and well, that's what Chris Jenner decided to do. 
you know, her bag is worth the value of a uh, nice used vehicle. Yeah, people probably could live in her bag. You probably could yeah. live in her bag. Yeah. Exactly. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. And finally, uh, wanted to leave you with this little nugget that all I want for Christmas with uh, all I want for Christmas is you, mm-hmm. Mariah Carey's song. Mm-hmm. You know that one. I've it heard broke. It. Yeah, you've heard that. It broke. <laughs> Single day streaming records on Christmas Eve. It was streamed almost 11 million times that day alone. I'm pretty sure I was responsible for a good chunk of those. So yeah. you're welcome, yeah. Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Good, good dirty nuggets there. Thank you, Holly Roberts. Mm. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we need a caller to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651 641 1071. 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you will win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, is off today. He'll be back. Uh, he'll be back. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Holly Roberts and I are hanging here, and we're going to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge! Ooh, we got Jenna on the line today, Colleen. And do we know what Jenna is playing for today, Holly? Yes, Jenna's playing for a run of engagement movie passes to see on the basis of sex, which is in theaters right now. That's the movie about Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Fabulous. All right. Well, Jenna, you know how to play this. Uh, The timer will start after we ask the first question. Are you ready? I sure am. All right. Here we go, Jenna. The show Saved by the Bell took place at what fictional high school? Oh, uh, pass. Where does Oscar the Grouch live? In a can. Garbage can. Herbie the Love Bug is what kind of car? A beetle. Mariah Carey's song All I Want for Christmas is You is featured in this Christmas movie. Oh, my gosh. Um, All I Want for Christmas? No. (laughs) This actress and singer was responsible for playing Mary Poppins in the original Disney movie. Uh, um, oh, my gosh. I can see her face. Oh, I'm so sorry, oh, Jenna. Jenna, so close. It was a bummer. It's hard. No, it is hard. It is hard because it's very on. intimidating to hear that TikTok. Yeah, it really is. All right, okay. let's answer the questions that Jenna didn't guess correctly. Mm-hmm. So the show Saved by the Bell takes place at what fictional high school? Beep, 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 Love Actually. It sure is. Which I have to watch every single Christmas season because I love it. All right. Now that we've done that 30 second pop culture challenge, we like to move on. We solve blind items and we do that with these ones that Holly has brought to us (laughs) in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Guessing blind items today, and we have a very special guest today. I'm so excited. This is so fun. This is so fun. Playing with Colleen this afternoon in Blinded by the Item is the one, the only, Donnie Love! Donnie Love! <laughs> yes, now, Donnie, you have me <laughs> skipping lunch for this. I know. It's very No, I just ate early. Oh, okay. Oh. Donnie ate early for this, you guys. I did. I re- rearranged my schedule. Thank you. Just for this. Because it's it. so exciting. I'm so happy. Go! <laughs> All right. Now, Donnie, you've never played Blinded by the Item before. Uh, not with you guys. 
All right, so here is what we do. We read blind items from our favorite blind item website, which is crazydaysandnights.net. And I give you the blind item. You have to guess the identity of the subject of the blind item correctly. So mm. you and Colleen got to work it out. Mm-hmm. We got to mm-hmm. talk it out. And talk, talk it, it out. out. Yeah, yeah okay. the partnership. It's not a winning game. It's like we, we both win. If we both win. Well, mm-hmm. we're already winners. We are, really. Oh, it's yeah. true. true. Unless we're losers, <laughs> in which case, well, that's yeah. another story. Now, let's start with a confirmed blind <laughs> oh, item. Oh, this oh. is a, so, explain what that means to Donnie. Yes. Now, Donnie, a confirmed blind item means that crazydaysandnights.net has published the identity of the subjects of this blind item. So we know who they're talking about in this blind item. So okay. this will be fun. Now, I want you to think about a former A-list actor. <laughs> <laughs> he not, already not thinks A-list. this is funny. A minus. <laughs> yeah. Former. Okay. Former yeah. A minus. Former. So not even. Not even any, not not even any longer. Yeah. And okay. then you also have to think about another person who is an illiterate talk show host. Now, for those at home, this person can read. It just means that their first and last name starts with the same letter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Donnie, it gets easier. Okay. Yeah. Trust me. All so right. think about those two people okay. while I read you the following blind item okay. from crazydaysandnights.net. That former A-list actor who has been acting since he was a youngster is lining up to permanently take over for this illiterate talk show host oh. who is in bad shape right now. Okay, I think I got it. I already think I got it. Donnie, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I've been doing these, I, been doing I, these I, for a while. I, fine. So, so I, <laughs> poor Donnie. An illiterate talk show host is in bad shape right now. Yeah. That would be Wendy Williams. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And yeah. I'm going to guess that the former A-list actor who's been acting since he was a youngster who's lining up. Do you have oh, an idea? Uh, oh, what's his name? That's going to uh, take over for you, her. You can you can say it, Donnie. Just, oh, you know, not, we're working can, it out. It's, yeah, I know. It's not... Uh, it's the, it's, I, is it the same person who was rumored to be angling for Kelly Ripa's uh, at some point? Is, and then is also... Is it Fred, Fred Savage? No, no. No. Uh, Jerry, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. There. Good one, you did it, Donnie. Donnie. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yay. Now we fill in the blanks. Mm, interesting. For you. So here's your blind item. Jerry O'Connell is lining up to permanently take over for Wendy Williams. Seems you know, like she's in bad shape right now. I feel mm. like, can we just say this? I mean, Jerry O'Connell, just give the darn guy a talk show. He wants a talk show. He uh, has. I, I assume that neither of you saw that horrible three episode thing he did for bravo when what was it called we didn't Only see Men it or, it had a terrible title they changed it yeah awful was it bad it's terrible what was so it was what was him it and three other guys be? it was him and three other guys uh-huh or is it he and three other guys whatever grammar uh, doesn't matter and as they much would on be show. talking about the same things that you talk about on bravo yeah going through the different reality shows same thing, yeah. same premise, except, hey, it's from a guy's point uh, of view. It yeah, was, it was really, I think really bad. That's sort of a thin. That's sort of a thin concept. Yeah, it was. It, I, it was terrible. But I think you know the the guy has wanted his own talk show for so long, yeah. and he did okay. I mean, he did fine when he tried out for the Kelly Ripa yeah, co-host position. This and this is true. He's been angling to take over Kathy Lee's position, mm-hmm. yeah, and now I don't, I don't, I don't see know. that happening. Well, no. I don't. I don't think anybody does. No, but no, Wendy Williams, that might be attainable. Yeah, I'm just saying, it might be. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of a hot mess right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Donnie. Yeah. We move on. Okay. Blinded by the 
back to another blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. We're solving these blind items. Now, this one is not confirmed, meaning we're only speculating about the subjects of the this blind item. Uh, so, two people we need to think about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Donnie, I want you to think about a foreign-born, former A-plus list tweener. <laughs> Just a second. Foreign-born... Former A plus list tweener. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I take a moment to explain something really quickly to Donnie, please? Because this is kind of fun. Because like board. I think I already know what well, this one is. How could you figure that out so quickly? Because I've been doing this for a while, well, no, Donnie. We, still, it's like I speak blind item now. Born. But here's what: I, there are a couple things I need you to know. Okay, is it this, Justin Bieber? Actually. It probably is. I don't know. And the reason why we know this is the following. Number okay. one, foreign-born sometimes can throw p- people off right, because you think, be but Canada is foreign-born. This is true. But former A-plus list tweener usually is Justin Bieber because oh, okay. our the guy who writes the blind items, NT Lawyer, he usually, that's how he usually refers to Justin Bieber because he's no longer as big as he once was. Yes. He right. has kind of knocked down a few a pegs and he's not anymore. a tweener any longer. No, so, he's not. Mm-hmm. so you're probably right. So okay. sit with that for okay. a second while she finishes and tells you who else we're going to be thinking about. All right. Yeah. Now, Donnie, I also want you to think about this person's ex and his new wife. So three people oh, to really well, consider yeah. in this blind item. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Here you go. This foreign-born, former A-plus list tweener has been using friends to try to contact his ex again. His new wife cannot be pleased because some of the friends he is using are her friends first and are sharing the requests with her. Yeah. Yes. This be Selena Gomez and Haley Baldwin. Good job, He's good at this. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so that's a Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, and Haley Baldwin situation. Mm. Yes. All right. So I'm going to fill in the blanks mm-hmm. for you. Uh, Justin Bieber has been using friends to try to contact Selena Gomez. Haley Baldwin cannot be pleased because some of the friends Justin Bieber is using are her friends first and are sharing the requests with Haley. I know. Uh, but that doesn't, does that surprise you? It doesn't surprise me in the least. <sighs> Because we've always heard that Justin Bieber just never has fallen out of love with Selena Gomez. Mm, Right. But the two of them are like toxic for each other. Mm -hmm. It's no good. Well, he more toxic for her than she for him. Uh, Yeah. In my humble opinion. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're both, they're like, uh, what is that? Opposite magnets? Or whatever that polar polar opposites? Thank you. Polar opposites, yes. Thanks for words, guys. Yes. You know, it's been a few days since we've done, you know, a show. Yeah. Donnie, you did a really good job for oh, your yes, you did. That's well, it. Okay. Do you want to do a little? Oh, do a you have a shorty? Let's do yeah, another let's one. Let's do a shorty. Oh, okay, fun. Okay. This is fun. Here's a shorty picked especially for Colleen Lindstrom. Ooh, fun. Here. Yes. All right. So think about an A slash A minus list, mostly television actress from okay. a very, very long running network show. Okay. So think about that, Donnie and yeah, Colleen. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. While I read you this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. This AA minus list, mostly television actress from a very, very long running network show, spent part of Christmas with her husband and kids and part of it with her boyfriend. Mm-mm. No. I refuse. Now, there's two names uh, that are showing up in the comments uh, section. Hmm. So think um, about that. TV, right? TV. Mm-hmm. Now, long running. Very, very long running. Yes. So two people, though, Colleen. Yes. I'm going to tell you the one that you think it uh-huh. is, is the name is the, showing up in the comments okay. section. She knows what I'm thinking because the very, I'm very... Sorry, she spent part of Christmas with... Her family, her family and children and, and then part children. of it with her boyfriend. With her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. 
long running. Let me help you here, Donnie, okay. with this. The reason that Holly said it was for me is oh. because one of my favorite shows is the show that apparently, according to my co-host and Holly, nobody else watches. Mm-hmm. And that show is Grey's Anatomy. Oh. We've also heard in Blind Items previously okay. that the lead actress, I don't think is a favorite of the person who writes the Blind Items. So is it Ellen Pompeo? That's the guess I was going with. Is that it? Yeah. Um, well, one it, of them. One oh, of them. One it of could them. be Ellen Pompeo. It could also be Modern Family star Julie Bowen. Now, Ooh, it says according to her Wikipedia oh. that she got divorced this year. So yeah, that's true feel like that relationship is officially over for Julie yeah. Bowen. However, Ellen Pompeo is married with several children. Yes. Now, yep. this blind item is saying she spent part of the holiday with the family and kids and then part of the holiday with her boyfriend. Yikes. Yeah. And, you know, okay. there have been other blind items that have... Uh, Remember, there was a blind item previously that sort of went with this rumor that she had been having an affair on set. Yes, oh. that's true. And that, yeah. Well, the blind item well. is true-ish. Yeah. You know, we yeah. read it. That's how it's that, factual. That's there true. <laughs> yeah, that we read it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just gossip. Yeah. We're just having fun. We're just having fun. Do, right? fun. Mm-hmm. Donnie, good job. Thank well, you. I tried. You know, so if you. you would like to come back, you're allowed. Well, th- oh, great. we'll talk later all right when we come back on the colleen and bradley show holly and i both saw mary poppins returns this weekend and we've got some thoughts about it we'll tell you about it after this on my talk 1071 well holly and i both got the opportunity to see mary poppins returns this week and we wanted to tell you about it it's the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer's off. It's a weird couple weeks. I don't know what else to tell yeah, you. He'll you be know. back. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Holly and I are hanging here. We're taking you to 3 o'clock today. Um, but you got to see Mary Poppins Returns on Sunday, right? Yeah, I saw it Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Okay, and I saw it on Monday, and I brought my kids. Um, and actually, Holly, before we even like get to Mary Poppins Returns, we knew we were going to see it on Monday. And so in preparation for it, we actually watched on Saturday the original Mary Poppins. So you did a little homework. We did a little homework. We did a little refresher course. Is that streaming? Um, I don't, yeah, it must be. We bought it because I think that that's just like a classic that you have to oh, have. Sure. Um, but we bought it, of course, digitally because who, I don't even have a DVD player anymore. I don't even. So, <laughs> so anyway, so we own it now, which is great because, you know, sometimes you want to get nostalgic and you want to do that kind of thing. Um, but we, so we watched it again just to kind of reacquaint ourselves with the classic, uh, the one that we always knew. Now, the first thing about Mary Poppins Returns that, people are getting a little up in arms about is the fact that it's actually not a reboot, right? Yeah, it's not a reboot. This is a sequel. Mary Poppins Returns takes place decades after the original Mary Poppins because Mary Poppins, the character herself, based on a variety of books by P.L. Travers. So it was a book series. Mm -hmm. It just didn't exist in one entity. There are multiple Mary Poppins adventures. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are like, well, there wasn't any uh, music from the original one. Why isn't there any? uh, There's no familiar music. 
music. It is all a, a, a new soundtrack. Yeah. It's an original movie. Yes. It's okay yes. that some of the music from Mary Poppins, well, none of the music from Mary Poppins, the original movie from 1964, is included in this new movie because, hey, guess what? It's a new movie. It's a whole new movie. So 50, you're not going to get... 50 years later, 50 yep. plus years later. You're not going to get your spoonful of sugar. No. You're not going to get your Jolly Holiday. No. You're not going to get your Chim Chimney. No. But you're going to have some things that are reminiscent of those things. Yes, I would say... That Mary Poppins Returns is a refraction of Mary Mm. Poppins, meaning there's a lot of callbacks in the way that Mary Poppins Returns tells the story. It's framed in a similar fashion. They have similar musical numbers where in Mary Poppins Returns, there's a there's a musical number where the characters go into a cartoon universe. Yep. Just like the first one. Mm -hmm. There are elements of, you know, the characters uh, reflecting the original characters where the daughter is kind of like her mother mm-hmm. in her activism and mm-hmm. then in the children are kind of like the, so you're gonna get that nostalgia uh it's gonna tickle it. yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna tickle, tickle your nostalgia yeah, it's totally for sure gonna tickle your nostalgia absolutely so generally speaking holly yes what were your like what was your reaction it was delightful. Yeah. Mary Poppins Returns is a delightful fantasia. You sit back, you let it wash over you. It's an old school, classical Hollywood musical. No irony involved, which was refreshing. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't doing the things that a lot of kids' movies like to do these days, where it's like, oh, we're going to put in a kind of a nutty joke for the adults. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, we're going to put that little aside. None of that, which was actually very refreshing. Right. Very straightforward. Emily Blunt is amazing and just delightful. And I just want to like, I want her to be my nanny. Yeah, (laughs) no, I do. Can she all be our nanny? Emily Blunt, be all our nanny. Lin-Manuel Miranda, delightfully talented. And it makes me really sad that I never had an opportunity to see him in Hamilton on stage on Broadway. No kidding. Man, I know. No, you know, you really do realize like the caliber of talent that, that, I don't want to say it goes wasted. It's amazing. Not with, for sure, not with Lin-Manuel Miranda, because you know that he is, what he's doing on screen is what he's so expert at doing on stage. Oh, yeah. Um, but with Emily Blunt, I'm watching her as as uh, as uh, Mary Poppins, and I'm thinking to myself, in many roles that she plays, there are parts of that she is using, parts of her craft that she gets to use in this role that she doesn't get to use this is like maximizing her. Yeah, and it makes me sad almost because I think about all the opportunities that are not given to actors and performers to maximize yes. their talent. And I would love to see movies where actors really get to show their chops. I mean, you know, there's something to be said for subtle performances in yeah. film. This is not a subtle movie. No. This is maximalism at its finest. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it it comes at you and it's like two plus hours long and your butt's going to get numb in the seat and yeah. that's fine. Well, and I will say that it, it is, it's over two hours long, uh-huh. which, um, and my, but my kids were wrapped for it. Really? Yeah, they really were. They were, they, they were sucked in. Um, and, and I was nervous because I think of Mary Poppins, the story of Mary Poppins, um, as not necessarily being one that is, it's not as fast moving. There are some 
it goes on a very long journey. Yeah, it sure does. You know? The original Mary Poppins from 1964, yeah. yes. Because it, it's neat because you're seeing different things, right? So you're going through different scenes. You see the you see the animation, then there's the darkness of the the chim the chimney sweepers. Now in the the new Mary Poppins, that darkness comes in the form of these learies, the lamplighters. So again, like you said, there's these callbacks. In the original Mary Poppins, there's the laughing, I love to laugh, where they're floating up oh, high. Oh, yeah, so there's Ed Wynn, mm-hmm. you know, that classic character actor, he has his bit, and then in call in response to that in this movie... It's Meryl Streep. It's Meryl Streep. And she's delightful. Yeah. And, and she's, hilarious. Yes. So there are these little like moments where it pulls the kids back in. Um, but but it's a long journey. It but it takes you through. And they were it was wonderful. <laughs> it was wonderful. Now, going back to something that we were talking about at the beginning of the segment, Colleen, mm-hmm. the the one thing that I thought Mary Poppins returns uh was missing from the original one is the sense of melancholy that the original Mary Poppins has. Mm. You know, some of those songs in Mary Poppins by the Sherman Brothers, who are unparalleled in their songwriting talent. Now, the Sherman Brothers, side note, they basically wrote all the good Disney music from the 60s. Everything that you know and love about Disney musically comes from those two guys. Well, Mm -hmm. they wrote the music for Mary Poppins, and, you know, Chim Chimini kind of a dark song yeah feed the birds man that oh, song makes me cry every I, me too. time me i watch too. it so this movie mary poppins returns uh i felt like it didn't have that darkness and melancholy element to it that actually makes mary poppins a very special movie well and it is i mean there's a depth to the character of mary poppins that even wasn't as deep in the movies as it is in the books um mary poppins in the books is not a pleasant looking nanny right she's and she's also not like there's a sternness to her Mm -hmm. um there's a softness to the one that we see on the screen yeah there's a disneyfication to her oh sure you know she'll be stern but then she kind of gives a little wink and a nod to the camera being like okay well you know i'm really not like this but i'm trying to teach the children a lesson right but and, and so it's inter- it's been interesting to kind of to see how how they've taken over that narrative. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a little darkness in kids movies, it's it's needed. And well and and it's missing and it's missing across the board right now and yeah. I would say some of that has to do honestly with um the lack of uh, the lack of Mr. Rogers, <laughs> if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. uh, and we don't have time for me to get really deep in this. But since Mr. Rogers has not been a part of daily life for kids, I think that there there's nobody to help explain how to handle darkness yeah. and sad things and, and the di- things that are difficult to address. Mm-hmm. And so I think we're seeing that reflected right now in popular culture for children and, and in movies where they've sort of stripped it of its darkness and everything has to be a little saccharine. And it made me, I did notice the lack of that and I did find it to be really a little bit sad. Yeah, but go see Mary Poppins Returns. It's delightful. It really is for the most part. A re- it's a great, it's a, and, and it's practically Emily, perfect in, in every, every way. way. Mm. And Emily Blunt, oh my gosh, blow oh, yeah. your mind. Okay, we've got a question for you. Fill in the blank. My excitement over, here's the blank, this gift made me feel really old. 651-641-1071. My excitement over this gift made me feel really old. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. 
you don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.